What makes a powerful personal brand? It's not just a nice looking feel and a familiarity. It's something core, something shared, something value driven. But how do you find what that value is? And how do you create something which is not just you, but is something that gravitates people towards you? Something that a tribe of people will follow you for? Something that is magnetic and something that people aspire to be? That is the subject of today's podcast. And I'm sharing a recording from a masterclass that I did where I dive into that in the detail. And I absolutely love this topic. And the key, key, key thing that I talk about in this, I think is so, it has the potential to be so massively life-changing when you really adopt it and when you really make it happen in your life. That for me, this is one of the most significant things that I teach. And I absolutely love this. And everything you're about to hear is backed up by key research. It's actually key founded, key research, and it's a really, really cool way to actually change your habits and behaviors and become something that you never thought you could. And it's all around one secret. I go into all of that. I want to hear what you thought about this episode. Let's go. One of the things I talked about in my podcast with Danny Allen Page, which some of you may have heard, was how a personal brand is a removal process. A lot of people say, talk about personal brand like a building your personal brand. For me, personal brand is a removal process. It's a removal process of removing the blockers that prevent your personal brand. Removing the things that you are afraid of doing and showing and helping people see those different elements and those different sides of you. Oftentimes when people talk about, you know, who's got a powerful personal brand, who's authentic, they usually come up with terms like, you know, I love how raw they are. I love how authentic they are. They talk about, you know, honesty, straight talk. They talk about, you know, factors of people that are earned through the removal of barriers between those people. You know, it's removal of those filters. It's removal of those inhibitions. It's a removal process where that person is able to be comfortable. The biggest thing that prevents your personal brand, when I say personal brand, you know, you, you showing up as you or feeling like you showing up as you is discomfort, right? If you think about when you get on video, if you're super uncomfortable and feeling super awkward, the video is going to come out as you looking super uncomfortable and super awkward. So it won't be representing you as you intend it to be. So when you look at it, you'll be thinking like, that's not me, right? Personal brand is feeling comfortable and you being able to express yourself in the fullest extent. It's also for the fact that you realize that in yourself. Your personal brand is, you know, is also how you watch your own self on video and how you feel about the content that you make for yourself. It very much evolves around your own personal reflection of how you show up and how you feel. So if you feel uncomfortable, if you feel awkward, 
then what translates into your content is how you feel. You can't just change that. You know, you can't just say, oh, don't feel uncomfortable and suddenly you don't feel uncomfortable. But at the same time, that is a natural process that everybody needs to go through. Everybody starts terrified and uncomfortable. <laughs> That's why personal brands are so powerful. It's because everybody who's really building a strong, what you consider to be a strong personal brand has gone through some significant discomfort to be able to do it. So it's earned. That's why personal brands are so strong. That's why they're so significant for people. It's because your personal brand is something that's earned. You know, there's a lot of theory you can talk about in personal brand. It's like, yes, you know, do one, two, three. But ultimately, it only really starts becoming real when there is a whole lot of practical application by you. There comes that point where you say to yourself, I know as much as is necessary to know now. Now I need to actually start applying what I know and showing up on video and moving through this process. So what I like to talk about when it comes to building a personal brand is picturing the person that you want to become. So I want you to all, you know, take a moment now and think about who is the person that you want to become? When we talk about personal brand, you will all have a good sense of someone in the future, some form of you that you aspire to be is that person a confident person a straight talking person a fearless person a motivated person who's that person who is who what are the characteristics of that person when we think about that future state for example me and ashley have been talking about this a lot is who's that future projection of you we have been talking about this a lot it's been good. It's really good though. It's nice because you get to really like you, um, it's nice to think about what you'll be like, as opposed to, which is helpful because if you scroll a lot and like, it's so easy to see somebody else that's got like, however, like millions of followers and like, you know, you, you just forget that they all started where you started because you yeah. just see that they're any product. So you often, I find I compare myself to like those people a lot. Whereas like, it's what, what I really like about that conversation is like, but what am I going to be like? It's like, it's a nice thing. Yeah. I enjoy it very much. Describe that person. Write the characteristics of that person down. And when I say describe that person, I want you to, I don't want you to describe the middle edition of that person. I want you to describe the person that is all the way. The absolute epitome of that person the public speaker, the motivator, the inspirer, not, not the in-between, the person like, oh, it's a person that's comfortable going on video. I want you to go further than that. I want you to go all the way to the absolute pinnacle of the aspirational state of that person, right? And, and this is the person that we need to visualize and think about when we think about how we actually grow our personal brand. What are the characteristics of that person? What are they known as by people? Right? What are the words that other people would use to describe that person? Brave, fearless, motivational, inspiring, authentic. What are the words that you would describe that person as being and other people describe that person as being? Because we all know we want to make an impact. We all know there's a an addition of ourselves that we aspire to be, 
we know there's something out there in the future, but rarely do we actually visualize it. Most of the time we go, I just, I just want to be more comfortable on video. It's like, yeah, sure. That's the process, but that's not the goal. The goal is the person. Because once we have a good sense of the characteristics of that person that we want to become, we can then start asking the questions, well, how does that person act? And what do they do? And how, does, how would that person react in certain situations? And what would that person share? What would they talk about? And how would people feel when they watch that person? So in the first column, I want you to write who that person is and the characteristics of that person. And in the second column, I want you to write how other people would describe that person. Because we want to create that middle ground, right? We want to create that. We, we don't want to create a person that, you know, other people like, but you don't. We've all been there. We've all been shades of ourselves at some point that we don't like. We don't actually like. Other people might have liked that. I know I've had stages where I've kind of been a bit of a yes man. People have liked that, but I've always felt like, hmm. Who's this guy? We want that balance between who you aspire to be and how other people identify that person and what that person means to other people. And then what we do is we take in the third column the word that enables that journey. And it's a powerful word, a single word. It is a word that is personal to you. My word is fearless. The words that I use to help bring me to my the desired future self that I have is fearless. When I was sat in my room and COVID dropped, and I said to myself, I want to build out a new brand, one that is more, much more Dan, more authentic, more what I want to be like. Well, Dan's a super nerd who's into weird music and tells strange jokes of other people at this point. I was like, well, no one's going to get that. It's <laughs> a weird joke. <laughs> and, you know, super direct. And like, you know, all these attributes to me, they were like, no one's going to get that. Like, that doesn't work on social. What would that look like? And I found in myself a word. And that word for me was fearless. And I said, well, one thing I know about that future, Dan, is that in order to be that way, He'd be acting in a fearless way, right? He wouldn't be worried about what other people think. For him to be able to express himself in that fullest extent, he would have to be fearless. That would be a characteristic of himself that he would have to be. He'd have to stop caring about what other people think. He'd have to stop worrying whether people get his jokes. He'd have to not be worried about being direct with people. And I knew that was inside me all along. You know, it wasn't a new person to me. It was just a new person to the world. The person to the world that was being presented was even, marginalized, you know, nice. I don't want to be nice anymore. <laughs> Perfectly nice fella, but a fella that's also 60% not representative of the whole person, right? How many of you are in that stage now? That's where everybody starts. Some of you may be at a point where you haven't even thought about it yet. But you probably know it deep down somewhere. Some of you may be at that stage where 
You absolutely know it. You have just haven't taken action upon it. And some of you may be at that stage where you're literally going through the process. Joe, you are an amazing example of someone who is going through slash overcome that journey. But watching you over the last couple of months, three months, it's been absolutely transformational. Do you it's feel that? From two years ago, I tell you that. Do you feel it? Oh, definitely. And since, um, well, I've sort of been, it's been a slow process for the last year, but like it's gone like that since social boom, since mm. I joined social boom, like a lot more. Because now I pretty much show my face in all of my content as well. It's like, you yep. will see my face <laughs> on all of my slides and exactly. I will do crazy reels. I don't care if I'm singing and dancing and making a tit of myself. I don't care anymore. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, but that's such a, to say that you don't care anymore, you know, ju just those words, when you, when you dissect those words, you realize just how powerful they are. Because, you know, when you say, when we say don't care, what, what we're not saying is we don't care about our audience or whatever. What we're saying is I'm free to create in an uninhibited way, not bound by the judgment and not bound by how other people feel. I don't sacrifice my own enjoyment of the process based on other people's opinion. Because a lot of, a lot of times, you know, you'll, you see in the media and Gary Vee, it's like, just stop caring what other people think. The problem is that's such a, it's a great philosophy, but at the same time, an incredibly challenging ask, almost an impossible ask for a lot of people. Do I still care what other people think? Of course I care what other people think. I just don't care what other people think greater than what I care about, what, what I think of myself, right? I still, it's not that I'm detached from everyone else's opinion. I just, I just value my own opinion far higher and I value my own enjoyment of the process and I value you know, what I create and, and, and my ability to be able to continue to create in this process far higher. And it turns out that the more you do that, the more people's opinion of you grows more positively as well. Because as you move further away from people in your transformation, then they look up to you more. The higher up you are, the more they look up to you. The process changes from, you know, instead of you worrying about other people's opinions are, I'm far more interested in pushing myself in order to help other people be able to do the same thing. That's, that's the only thing that's really important to me. And again, my word is fearless. The difficult thing for all of you is once you have the word, you then have to start showing up and being accountable to that word. And that is the hardest part for all of us. For me, when I make my content, I ask that question, how can I be more fearless today? I ask myself the question, what would a fearless person do? What would a fearless person do? When, when, I, when, I, when I ordered these knives on Amazon, I was like, this will be a funny reel. Why don't I stab myself in the head with a knife? That'll be a funny reel. A part of me thought to myself, that's a bit full on, Dan. You sure you, <laughs> sure you want to stab yourself in your head with a knife? And I said to myself, what would a fearless person do? The answer to which is a fearless person would just take this knife and stab themselves in the head with it. So I ordered it. Had I not had that word 
to hold myself accountable to, it's highly likely that I may have pulled back from that and come up with a reason as to and a rationale as to not to why to not do something. This is why imagining that person in the future is so powerful for you. Because when you have that person in the future, and when you have that word that describes that person, then you have an accountability to that person, an accountability to try and show up every day, exhibiting the characteristics of the future person that you want to become. And that is the most powerful piece of brand building is a continued presence and characteristic of an aspirational person that you want to become. Because by continuing to show up and being that word, you create a consistency in your brand. You create a relatability in your brand. You create a characteristic that other people can identify with. I want people to go to my Instagram profile and think, you know, what the hell is Dan up to today? I want them to think, I want people to see my profile and say, if Dan does that, then I can do it. I want my profile to give people permission. I want my, that word to be something that empowers other people. It's not just mine and something that I live up to. By exhibiting that characteristic, you empower other people to become that characteristic. They see you as that characteristic. And the more you can exemplify that behavior and that characteristic, the more they will gravitate towards you for that. You know, oh, you know, you're so brave or you're so fearless or you're so authentic. I want you all to pick a word, but I want it to be a powerful word. For example, authentic, I don't feel is a very powerful word. It's also very vague. I want the word that you choose to be very clear and actionable. Like, for example, authentic, very hard to action. Being fearless is very specific. Ashley, you've got a word. What's your word? Is everybody ready? Yes. My word is unstoppable. <laughs> yes. Exactly. See, I know. I know, guys. It's impressive. But yes, unstoppable is the one. Because I was actually thinking about something else, and then we were talking about it. And actually, the more I was like, when I said it, we were talking about it and my like oh i think my body language and my eyes were like oh yeah. that's the one it will just yeah. know you'll just know yeah you will and that's that's the powerful bit is it's something that you can associate with it's something you can characterize with and as you build out your personal brand your powerful brand that word will be the benchmark for you when you're about to go on stories and you're worried about talking about something you say to yourself, what would an unstoppable person do here? You know, or if you're running that race and you're at that final mile and you say to yourself, what would an unstoppable person do here? You know, that person you aspire to be, that word is so powerful. And it should help contextualize things, but it should also help drive you out of your comfort zone. So that when you get those moments, you can look to that word. But here's what you need to do. When you create, when you have that word and you challenge yourself with that word, you then need to do something. You then need to go with your gut and not your brain. Because you could say, well, look, a stuff person would show up on stories. Yeah, but yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> you can outthink that person so easily. 
which is why you need to then start trusting your gut and not your head and trusting the word, trusting that the word will bring you that outcome. I know that by acting in a fearless way, people will gravitate towards me for support with that. I know that. And it will help me push myself further. Does that scare me? Of course it scares me. There's plenty of things that I've done that I've thought, oh, I'm not sure about this. I'm not sure whether I should do it. But I say to myself, what would a fearless person do? A fearless person would do it. A fearless person doesn't outthink something. A fearless person acts with their gut. An unstoppable person doesn't stand there thinking about stuff. An unstoppable person trusts their instincts. Right? There, there, are, there are characteristics of your word for you that will help you. And here's the thing, and, and this is my experience. I've never, ever regretted a decision to trust that word. If anything, that word then becomes your North Star. You know, at the, in those moments where you need that guidance, in those moments where you're struggling to make a decision, in those moments where you're absolutely racking your brain with permutations that you cannot possibly resolve, that word will be your North Star. It will help you come to that conclusion, but only if you trust the word. If it's just a word to you and you think, oh yeah, you know, a stoppable person would do this, <laughs> but, but A, B, and C, and but X, Y, F, then you still won't do it. You have to trust that word. You have to trust that it will bring you the outcomes that you like. And it will. You won't regret it. Anytime that word comes up for you, the context of that word will be at a point where you are about to do something that makes you uncomfortable. Fearless doesn't come up to me in my day by day all the time. It comes up to me in the difficult decision points. It comes up to me in the discomfort points. It comes up to me when there's something that I can't decide about. And I go with my gut and I trust that whatever happens, that I, I committed to that at 100%. You know, if you, if you go with unstoppable and something comes up and the hard decisions needs to be made and you trust that decision and you go all out as an unstoppable person, whether that thing works out or not, you can 100% say that you gave it your best shot. So you're never going to regret it because you gave it your best shot. What you can most of the time say, though, is when you do something at 50%, you regret it a hell of a lot more. You know, you regret stuff when you do stuff not to the highest level of your ability. That's when the regrets come in. If I go all out for something and fail, I don't regret it. I can say, look, I did my best. It didn't work. It's when you fail because you half ask something. That's, that's when you get, that's when you start getting annoyed. That's when you start getting pissed off. How many of you are kind of, you know, made a video and you look back and you go, oh, that video wasn't really great. And I know I didn't really go for it. And now you're annoyed. How many of you have, have made, a made a video or done anything where you've like just really thrown yourself into it? It's like, oh, I'm just going to go out and try it. And you feel proud that you've tried it, even though, even whether it works or not, you feel proud that you did it at your highest capability. That's what these things represent. That's when people really gravitate towards you is they can see that you are doing something at your highest capability. It's not about how high a capability you are. It's not about how good you are. It's that they can see that you are going all out and that you are attempting this thing at your highest level of capability. And that's what people aspire to. They don't aspire to perfection. They aspire to effort.
they look to you and they know that, yeah, sure. Is it polished? No. Is it perfect? No. Did you clearly try really hard? Yes. That's what people aspire to. They want to be able to try. They don't want to be able to be perfect. They want to be able to try. Can you help them try? You know, and the more, and that creates a new aspect of your personal brand, which, you know, the world labels as authentic, but for you is nothing more than sharing you trying something. If anyone ever says to me, oh, you know, how do I be more authentic? I actually think that's almost an impossible question to answer because it's kind of like, that's not the question you should be asking. The question you should be asking is, are you really trying? Are you really sharing? Are you really talking? Are you really being honest? Are you really communicating? Most people won't be. When you really try, when you really communicate fully, when you show how you feel, when you show your endeavors and what you've tried to do or not try, when you show people that you tried really, really hard for something and it didn't work, or when you try show people that you tried really, really hard for something and it did work, then people will be drawn to you. It's not about whether you're good or bad. It's the fact that you're relatable and people who try are relatable. If anything, people who just present their successes with no trying are less relatable. Those are the people that we don't connect with. The people that just share their successes all the time. You're like, oh, great. I guess you're a superhuman now. I can't relate to you, right? People want to be able to create a connection. They cannot create a connection with someone who doesn't open a door. Your goal to creating your personal brand is that door opening for yourself and other people. Behind the other side of the door is the person that you want to become. Your goal is to be able to open that door. Right now, you're shouting through it. Your goal is to open it. When you open it, you open all of the many, you know, challenges that come with it. But that's the only way to go through it. There will never be a point where if you keep shouting at it, it will open itself. It won't. And the more you shout at, shout at it, the more frustrated you'll get. Your goal is to step into this new person and then bring other people with you in the process. A powerful brand is a brand that stands for something and upholds those values in the face of adversity, in the face of fear, in the face of discomfort. The reason why I like to connect people with their word in the future is because that's going to be the word that you stand for. Ashling stands for being unstoppable. That's what she stands for. She empowers other people to be that way. And the hard thing for you, Ashling, of course, is you now need to build up the resilience to become that person. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's one thing to say that it's it's to do it, but then it's like it's like talking the talk and then walking the walk is like it's that consistent commitment to it, right? Even like even just because it, it it obviously there's some days it's easy, but there are some days where it's like uh, and it's yeah. like you really got to push mentally and emotionally to be like, all right, I'm just gonna put, I'm just gonna story it. It doesn't matter. And then some days it takes me a lot more to be like, oh, should I? Shouldn't I? And I'm like, no, I'm just gonna do it. But I think, though, finding that word, though, is a really big help because once you identify with that word, it's really, it's so much easier. Just be like, well, an unstoppable person would do that, so I'm just going to do it. That's fine. Because eventually I will be that person. You have to visualize the goal that you want to be moving towards, right? And the person that you want to become. You know you found the right word because when, when you say the word, it energizes you. Me and Ash talked for a little while about what your words could be, and we were like, 
that's not it. We need to, you know, we, we kind of pinned it down. But it should be a word that literally energizes you. A word that is, you know, aspirational to you and to other people. And it can't be something that you are already. It has to be challenging, energetic word. And then your entire brand will be built around that word, built around the values, built around the resilience, built around creating content that is that word. That doesn't mean like it defines, like it totally defines your life. And it's like, you know, all the time, it's not like I post like fearless content relentlessly every single day. It's not, it's not going to define your whole life and, you know, jam up your whole life. It's just there as a, as a core value of who you are and what you represent. And you can take that anywhere. You know, you might be working a nine to five job. If your word is fearless, like, okay, well, what is fearless in a nine to five job? I'm not afraid to challenge people in a room. I'm not afraid to walk up to an executive and start talking to them. That person that I want to become is, is the most important thing to me. I'm not afraid to do any of that. If you're, if you're in sports, unstoppable. I'm not afraid to run the extra mile. I'm not afraid to go through a pain barrier. If you're on social, I'm not afraid to get on stories and say how I really think. I'm not afraid to tell the trolls to piss off. What is it? What is it? And here's the best part about all of this. That word can then become something that your tribe gets built around. That word that you own, that is entirely yours, is also the word that will become your tribe. The people that you attract around you will be the people that aspire to be that thing. When people say, well, how do you create a strong tribe of people? You create a tribe of people by having a value that you share. But you must be a leader in that value. You must exemplify that value. That is the challenge for us as you know, people who build personal brands is we're accountable to that word. I'm accountable to the word fearless. I can only really say that I lead in fearlessness if I continue to show up and be it. When I stop being it, I stop owning it. And I don't want to lose it. Does that mean it's some days it's really, really hard? Yeah, totally. <laughs> that's, that's why you aspire to be it. You can't always be it, can't always do it. But it's there. It's my in a scorecard and I know I've had a great day when I've shown up and done something fearless you can build your tribe around it when people say well what do I build my tribe around identify your word and then turn that into a Facebook group the unstoppable tribe that's something that I can connect with that's something I aspire to be Right. And it's not it's not around a product or a service. You know, your tribe is around uh, an aspiration. I mean, you are all boomers and I love you all. Right. But I don't consider this to be the boomers tribe. Right. When I look out to all of you, you know, what I see is fearlessly authentic people. That's what I see. For me, that's, you know, what what ties us together is groups of people that are all 
connected and aspiring to do something brave and different. Social Boom is the umbrella, the company that kind of brought us together, but it's not, that's not the value. The values is something different. And then, of course, your products and your services will take on those values. That's why I call it social boom. It's not social spark or social, you know, <laughs> try. It's social freaking boom. <laughs> That's what a fearless person does. You want to blow this thing up. They don't just want, you know, a little bit. They want a lot. They want it all. What you create then becomes part of that brand and part of that value and part of that aspiration. And by tying everything you do into that word, you're then connected to it all. You have a passion for it. You have a transformation that you can take other people on. You join Ash's coaching. She's going to make you unstoppable. You have a clear outcome that you take people through. And it becomes the absolute pillar of what everything that you do. And something that you are personally motivated by because it's a transformation that you have gone through and continue to go through. And with the right word, it's a transformation that you will never fully achieve. It, you know, it has levels of it. You know, my view of fearless, I'll reach a, you know, a level of fearless that I think, oh, you know, that, that's awesome. That's where I want it to be. But as soon as I reach that, it, it goes up a notch. Now I'm looking into something else. Now I'm looking even further forward. You know, it, it's, it's not supposed to be a finish line. It's something that you just continue to move towards. You know, for me, the, the word fearless will evolve. There's so many different elements of that. Fearless might be fearless business decisions. You know, it might be, you know, fearless in the, in the face of diversity. It might be fearless in the face of adversity, rather. It might be, you know, it could be fearless for your family. It could be fearless for you. It could be fearless for so many different things. You could be an unstoppable mum. You can be so many elements of that. And at different times of your life, the word will mean and apply to different things. But it will still be your pillar that you come back to. And it will shape your brand, help you transform other people into something else. It will help you describe what your brand is. And it will help you bring people through that transformation. The people that have powerful brands are people that you can probably describe in one sentence, pick a person. You know, you could probably describe that person in just a few words. People with the most powerful brands are, they have a characteristic about them that you can describe. They're not just another person. They have, they, they are characterized by something. You can describe them quite clearly. Those are the people with the most powerful brands. How do you describe the rock? for example. If I had to choose a word for the rock, it'd probably be relentless, actually, because that guy is, is literally relentless. Like, I don't know if any of you watch a lot of the rock on. If you're not following the rock already, go and follow the rock because he's amazing. So now all you need to do is put that word into your content. It's a differentiator. Like these words are also our differentiators. What makes us different? Yeah, we create reels. Everybody creates reels. But what what characteristic is there in your content that makes it different than other people's content? You know, that, that characteristic word for you, that's the differentiator. It's not the topics that you talk about. It's the way you deliver them. Like me and Joe talk about similar stuff, but we're not the same. 
We're not at all the same in the way that we deliver them. The delivery is the differentiator. When you have a word that you can, you know, aspire to and be, then that also shapes your delivery. It shapes how you show up in your content. For me, the way fearless manifests in my content is I just tell you what to do. I'm usually yelling and I just tell you what to do. It's like, you know, that's just, I, I just like it. It's fun. It feels like me. It's empowering for me. It's fun. It's kind of like, hey, do you want to do this thing? One, two, three, four, five. Go do it. Right? That's, that's how you can manifest all these things. You'll know it when you get it. You will absolutely know it when you get it. So there you go. Mind blown? I hope so. For me, like I say, this is one of the most significant things. So for you, right now, your task is to come up with the word. Remember, the word needs to be strong, empowering, aspirational, not nice, not what you are now. Strong, empowering, aspirational. Something that's going to stretch you. Something that's going to, for you to aspire to be. Something that's going to move you into a completely different space. Something that's meaningful, emotive, aspirational, action-orientated. Something strong. That's what I want. Share your ideas around your word in the community. Talk to me in the DM. I want to hear it. And you'll know when you get it. And from our conversations already in our workshops, I'll have a really good sense of whether, you know, I think that word that you've chosen is the word for you. And we'll, we'll work out how we keep pushing that word further. I love this. I absolutely love this. This is one of those exercises that I really, really want you to take some time to do. Reflect on it. Think about it. Ponder on it. And dig deep for that truly aspirational future and the word that's going to help you get there and then share it with me see you in the next episode <laughs>